This is Rob Sepich, and welcome to Relaxing with Rob. We'll be talking about perfectionism today, and I'd like to start with a caution. If this is an issue you're dealing with and would like to work on, my cure will likely make you more anxious in the short run. But if you're willing to play around with it a bit, I think you'll find that you'll become ultimately more relaxed in the long run. In one of Joan Borisenko's books, she posed the question, would you rather be right or would you rather experience peace? This might be a false dichotomy. I think a person can be both. But in general, I think she's right. It's often one or the other. And in relationships, do you sometimes work so hard at being right, maybe on insignificant issues, that you sacrifice peace or harmony in the process? What would it feel like to simply say, I might be wrong? I read once after a speech that Abraham Lincoln gave, a woman in the audience just criticized him publicly (laughs) up and down. Uh, And when she finished, he just said, Madam, you might be right. Sometimes we can win the battle, but lose the war. The parade advice columnist Marilyn Voss-Savant, often billed as the smartest person in the world, was once asked a question, when do you correct other people when you know they're wrong uh, and you're right? And she said, almost never. It's just not helpful in relationships. She said, other than in matters of health or safety. And I think that's a pretty nice guideline to keep. In the movie Broadcast News, an extremely talented Washington, D.C. news producer, portrayed by Holly Hunter, is disagreeing with her boss about a decision he just made on a reporting assignment. And she says something like, "Uh, but he's not ready for this, not by a long shot. And her boss says, well, I hear you, but nevertheless, I disagree. Uh, I think he is ready, and this is my call. But she persists, and she presses on with something like, but you're wrong. He's not ready for this. This is a mistake. You can't do this. And her boss just sort of pauses. He's incredulous. And he just observes something like, it must be nice to always be the smartest person in the room, to always know what's correct. Uh, And she's unaware that he's being facetious. And she says something like, no, it's terrible. There is a price we pay for always being right. When I understand that, you know, if you're early in college or grad school or med school or your career, it can feel like perfectionism is reinforced. It can be really scary to make mistakes. But what I've noticed is the students I've worked with who are most troubled by perfectionism had almost never made a significant mistake or experienced failure. And I came to understand that this kind of makes sense. We are often scared of things we don't understand. But research shows that we exaggerate the perceived harmful effects of mistakes. And this fear can prevent us from taking healthy risks when we have the chance. So I know you're not rewarded for making mistakes, but here is a cure. And again, I'm using an indefinite article. I'm not saying the cure. It's just a cure for perfectionism. If you can think of a fairly low-stakes situation in which you can afford to make a mistake or just act a little bit silly and then just feel what the consequences are like, I think it can be really valuable. I learned this from Des Moines Becker, 
a brilliant psychologist who would prescribe mistakes for perfectionists. And if he was working with you, here's what he might suggest. Stand with your back to a bookstore. It could be on your campus. It could be inside a mall. And as strangers walk past, maybe every fourth or fifth person, just stop somebody and ask, excuse me, could you tell me where the bookstore is? And just watch their reactions as they look up and they look back at you and say something like, uh, you're right in front of it. You'll feel silly and awkward, but after a while, you'll become a little desensitized to it. You might start to actually enjoy making a mild fool of yourself. And as you brush yourself off and get right back up, your comfort zone has begun to expand. It's like the Japanese proverb, if I fall seven times, I'll stand up eight. You're no longer a person who can't mess up, or a person who can't stand social awkwardness, or who can't deal with failure. Once our skin gets a little thicker, we can take risks that really count. Asking a question or offering your opinion in a class, even if the risk is people might think less of you. You might be asked a tough question on your job and you don't know the answer and you want to bluff it, but an honest answer is, I don't know. Sometimes being honest gets rewarded way more than coming up with a fiction, and it's certainly less anxiety-producing in the long run. Maybe you'll have the courage to begin a relationship, or end a relationship, or change majors or careers. As even bigger possibilities present themselves, you'll feel bolder in taking those healthy risks because you've learned that you can survive mistakes. Again, this can seem scary, but if it's something you want to try, I would say start small. But the more often you do it, the less stressful and the more fun life can become. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk again soon.